This is What's the Story on ThePeopleChronicles.com. My name is Joe Painter, and our guest today is Jen Capone-Brown. Jen is Lainey Brown's mom, and last year, the world was introduced to Lainey Brown, and we learned in our first segment of Lainey's story, and I thank you very much, Jen, for taking the time to share that with us. No problem. (laughs) And you said you brought Lainey home. When, when you knew there, there wasn't another recourse and you wanted her to be at home with friends and family. Mm-hmm. She asked for something then because I know something really magical happened in West Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah, she um, wanted to hear Christmas caroling. In fact, she had, that was something that she had wanted to do um, prior because I was trying to help her think of things that would be fun that we could do because she wasn't allowed to be around people. and Because of... A virus? Or? Uh, she wasn't allowed to be around people because she could get sick from them. Okay. Um, so we were at an apartment up in Hershey, and that's where they kept her after her transplant so that she would be close to the hospital in case something would happen. And I, you know, her and I are talking, and she said, you know, we need to have carolers. And, you know, she had seen it on TV, and I was like, that's a brilliant idea. So, you know, it was <laughs> it was something that was brought up in a sm- very small scale to, like, family you know, mm-hmm. maybe we could get a little group to come up to Hershey and sing for her. So that's when it first came about. And then... Her birthday is when? October 20th. I mean, December 20th. Sorry. Okay. So it's right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so somehow or other, that idea moved from Hershey to your home. Yeah. Because um, she got admitted to the hospital in, um, in December before anything could happen because of the virus. And... Um, of course, nobody could come there, and um, from there it was. Then we got the bad news, and and then took her home. So that's then ten thousand people were in front of your house. Ten thousand yeah. people. Yes. <laughs> Did you anticipate that? Um, I honestly, I don't want to say I wasn't. I I didn't know what was going on with it. I knew it was happening. I knew what day it was happening. But my focus, honestly, was on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of the time. Um, I, you know, just from people telling me it was, you know, okay, it's going to be 200 people, it's going to be 500 (laughs) people, and then, you know, before it was all said and done, the number of people out there was, I guess, about 10,000, so um, I was shocked, honestly, I didn't think in a million years, you know, that many people would come, and in in my brain, it was so small scale, like, maybe just have 20 people come out, or a, a choir come out and sing, and it went from that too way more <laughs> um but you mom mm-hmm. mom because mm-hmm. i'm thinking i'd i'd perhaps want to be territorial with my daughter at that point and and you were you said your focus is on her mm-hmm. but at the same time you gave the world hope mm-hmm. you gave the world laney's hope we all had hope <laughs> for yes. until the last minute we all had hope and so. still do mm-hmm. it is there yeah so how wonderful it it was and mm-hmm. is that you share and truly you are sharing your your heart your soul your family so that all of us can have hope um and then to be more specific you developed laney's legacy of hope what is the hope for specifically targeted in laney's legacy of hope um it's just who she was really the hope part she always was just the optimistic one and just you know she always had hope. She always was telling me, I'm going to be fine. And um, and to pass that on to other families who are going through the same thing. And, 
maybe give them some hope or give them a little support, you know. I can only believe, um, I look at you, Jen, and I think, how does she do it? How do you do it? You're very strong, um, full of energy and giving no matter what. Mm -hmm. It can't be easy. I can only imagine other parents of children with pediatric cancer are really looking um, your way and saying, she did it, I can do it. What do you do? How do you do it? I just just try and keep going on because I know she would have wanted that. Yes, yes. But even while she was sick, while she was with you. um, Just support. I mean, I had support from community. I had support from my family. Um, the doctors, the nurses, I mean, they turned into friends to me mm-hmm. and, and to her, they were her friends and she loved them. Um, <laughs> that was, you know, that, that's the type of relationships you have. And so support, but yeah, I mean, just all around support and, you know, you talked at one point about, um, seeing some other children in mm-hmm. the pediatric care unit who were alone. Mm-hmm. Their parents weren't there. They have to work. You know, life yeah. life goes on, right? Despite everything else that's happening, um, that touched you. Yeah, that was like heartbreaking. You know, to just to see children who just were there alone and going through what they're going through. And for me, I never left Laney alone at any point. We always had a family member or somebody. And you know, some families aren't that lucky, and they don't have that mm-hmm. much support. And they don't have an option but to leave their children in the hospital while they go to work. And um, that's heartbreaking to me. Like, and, and her, too. She could see that. You know, she could see her room, which was cards filling every square inch of the place and balloons and just her hospital room just looked like a bedroom. It didn't look like a hospital room. And I think that helped her. You know, that was her little room. And other kids bare walls and you know she wanted to do something about that oh yeah oh yeah she she knew she wanted to do something she wanted to be a pediatric oncology nurse she knew that um to help other kids and to let them know not to be afraid and she that was that was her desire when she was older and we had talked about with her specifically what we could do now you know because of course we never intended on losing her and Mm -hmm. we intended to do something after she was well and um, it started off by thinking we were going to, you know, go decorate the doors at the hospital on a very small scale type thing. And But it's doing something that mattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the kids. So that's something we can do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, the support that, that you received wasn't just for Lainey. It was, was for you, Mom, mm-hmm. to give you a break to be able to go have a cup of coffee and take a deep breath and renew and come back again and be strong again. Yeah. I mean, there's when a family member would come visit and I would take a couple minutes outside, cry my eyes out and uh, come back and start again. Yep. Get yourself together and go back in the room and play games and have fun. Prior to this happening, I would say many of us weren't really having top of mind, presence of mind about the numbers of children with pediatric Mm -hmm. cancer and the families who need support. It's pretty astonishing. And honestly, it's for me, I question, was I just oblivious before or are there more kids or am I just so aware of it now that it's, it's, 
almost sickening how many kids have cancer. Even in this community, in this five-mile radius around us, there are children. And it's the same community that Lainey was in, and nobody knows, you know, that they're struggling or that the child's been in treatment for two years or... And it's, for me, it's... And if they did know, then I'm sure they would love that child and support that child as much as they did Lainey. And it's just hard to see... This is What's the Story on thepeoplechronicles.com, and we're going to find out about all of those children and what we can do and honor Lainey's legacy of hope.